<laughs> it's slippery too. It jumped out of my hands. <laughs> Not, sorry about slippery that. Slippery a little bit. <laughs> it made my dogs bark somehow. <laughs> it's a loud beer. It's oh, fine. It's so funny. All this is getting cut out. Bloopy section. You're welcome. Um, yeah, bloopy section for sure. <laughs> this is a Geeko podcast. Welcome to the Drinkin' Geek Out Podcast, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Peter Parker Pale, <laughs> and alongside me is... This is Porter Parker, and with me is... Ant Maybach, and with me is... <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson, the whiskey. And alongside me is... Uh, uh, Doc Oktoberfest, and alongside me is... It's the Hop Goblin, and with me is the Green Flash Bruin Thompson, and with me is the Rye in the Chair. <laughs> in and today's episode, into the Spider Verse. <laughs> today's episode is featuring Daily Juicer from Peoples and Street Lamp Porter from Fall City, and we are talking about Spider Man and the movie. The yeah. <laughs> Why would you? Who, who put a question mark on the teleprompter? <laughs> uh, Dang it! I need uh, it straightforward. I know that was supposed to be me. Mm-hmm. That is fine. Well, I thought I that was just cold open. Then we do eight bit, and then we do the real one. So I know that's what I was hoping too. But whatever. I just, I just think that we're just gonna roll with it. I said wing it, and that's what <laughs> we we're winged doing. it, and that's what happened. We won, and that's what we're doing. Never saying our real names. Never. I mean, if they don't know who we are by now. <laughs> Listen to a different one. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> to start this off, we have people. <laughs> a daily juicer because of the daily bugle. It is 6.1% ABV and 80 IBUs, which is around the world in 80 days, our geek IBUs. This New England style IPA is made of two row malt, flaked oats, and flacked barley to add body. This hazy orange-colored beer looks and tastes juicy. Daily Juicer has a bitter backbone with big aroma and hop flavor with notes of tangerine, papaya, lemon, and lime from over 50 pounds of hops. What? It's a hoppy boy. Dang. It's a hoppy boy. Jesus. And this was added throughout the brewing and fermentation process. So probably when they were brewing it. And when they decided to, you know, ferment it, double the dried to the hopped. That's why that much gives it the juicy factor, those late additions of hops. Yeah, and 80 Yeah, IBUs. it's up there. Uh, if you want to take a look at this beer, there's going to be links in the description below as well. I think oh, on, on the can we got, I think that's Ric Flair doing the hoo, hoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's got his little onesie on with the tiger print. He's got boobies. <laughs> That's so some nice cleavage. Yeah, yeah they're not. It's, yeah, I, I think they're supposed to be like pecs, but those are actual like milkers. There. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a little sketch or a, a cartoon of the character. It's not the actual guy, and he's in front of a nice 
bright green background. Mm-hmm. He's got a hop tribal as a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. And he's jacked. But he's like flexing and <laughs> holding a beer at the same time. Yeah, right hand has a beer. The left hand, he's just doing the flex. He's got a nice leather bracelet on there with the uh, logo, uh, the people's logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is hardcore. Looks like he has a broken wrist, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is a sharp angle. <laughs> what's what's like, going on with his elbows? Both the hands are goofy looking. Yeah, they're the elbows, that's the bone protruding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, that could poke your eye out. Look at that. Like, yeah, when he, when he does like a... Because he's a wrestler. Yeah. When he does like the... the drop the, the bows on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Drop the bows, he's like... <laughs> right in like face and like puncture wounds. His face kind of reminds me of the uh, the scream that classic painting. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought he kind of looked uh, like, I was like skeleton or something. <laughs> like I was gonna say Emperor's New Groove. Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the llama's face. Oh yeah, the way he's like got that his jaw mm-hmm. bones protruding. Other than that, the can uh, is just green. There's nothing really else on there. And it's the 12th anniversary edition with Citra Hops. It says that on the can as well. Oh, label art is by Ad Coleman Small. Small as a person? He's small? Mm-hmm. All right. What color beer? Kind of Star Foxy fur, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's like it's a pretty creamy, low. Creamy gold. Yeah, it's pretty low, but it's also in the orange factor. Uh, so roughly a six, probably. Um, I don't think it's as creamy as yours. I know. Well, I, cause I do the shake and rattle and roll it. So I got oh. a, a lot of the, 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 the extra crumbs <laughs> that I still have in this can. Yeah, yeah. Yours is all the, your cloudiness is in the can. I'm missing out. Um, I still think it's like a six in my opinion. I, I don't know. You had some of that creaminess. It'll lower it a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'll stick with that. It smells juicy for sure. The name doesn't disappoint. It is very fruit forward yeah, like on the a, nose. The citrus smell from the citrus hops is what I get. Yeah. It's um it's fantastic the smell. Can't smell any burn from the hops. Clearly that's a taste thing. Mm-hmm. But normally if you're sitting at eighty hops, you can smell some kind of plant or you know, something mm-hmm. that's earthy. Uh earthy, yeah. <laughs> When I poured mine, I got like half head, half a glass of head, yeah. but I figured yeah, that was too. just for me rolling it around so much that I did it. But Yeah, I mean, I, I did too, and I I don't recall if I poured it like a dick or anything. <laughs> it just kind of just was heady. So. All right, let's get drinker up or drink in. Mm. I'm chewing this one. <laughs> wow. Now you know that guy's face. It's got, a, <laughs> it's got quite a bitter aftertaste. <laughs> That's your 50 yeah. pounds of hops. Right. They didn't skip on those. <laughs> disguised in there is some juice. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's on the more hoppy, the bittery, like grassy hops. Yeah. Right. So technically, it's up my alley, but it's a little over the top right now. Mm-hmm. It takes a min- minute for your palate to adjust, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. 
I am for the listeners out there. I'm making the worst faces right now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're laughing at me. The bitter beer face. You remind me of uh, Tim Allen and the Santa Claus when he's he drinks that um, lactose intolerant milk. Yes, and he's like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, while we try to gather our opinions on this, do you guys have Untapped ready? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Out of a total of 138 check-ins and 106 rankings, comes down to a 3.88. 3.88 on Untapped. I have no friends, but you already knew that. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Pale Jet, anybody? I have zero friends, okay. but I did find a pretty good check-in. What you got? Julian M. Smells pithy and peachy. Absolutely tropical hop aroma. Very smooth, sweet, bitter, in a fruit rind kind of way. Very balanced. So far, my favorite people's IPA. Gave it a four out of five. Are you guys looking at the regular one or the 12th anniversary edition? Those are from the regular version. Oh, you're doing okay. the 12th one. We can, we can we can combine. I think we can combine. I'm sorry. Two, right? Well, this one has different hops in it, but it's the same uh, base. I oh, think. poop. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Not bad. Twelfth. Well, it's not a big deal. I mean, I'm guessing a lot of people. I see the cans on their check-ins, and they're the same cans that we're drinking. So, I was just double checking because there's only 35 people that check the twelfth anniversary. Roll that back. Check on that one too. Yeah, I feel like if it's like the same process, just different hops, like worth mentioning. This one says I just was thirty pounds on the description, not fifty. the no, one I'm looking at is 60 pounds. Yeah, 60, yeah, 60 pounds, pounds. And we used over 30 pounds oh, this, of a specific the cryo citra. That's the part I was looking at. 60 pounds yeah. of hops. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Which yeah. is probably, definitely, that's where the juiciness comes from is that citra. I did pour the rest of it in there. However, I'm still getting a very mm. similar color, yeah. But it's creamier, I think, now that I have the whole can into it. Um, no complaints. Like I didn't absolutely make a cluster of myself just drinking that right there. <laughs> I might have just gotten like all head and not much beer, mm. but you know, whatever. Well, this is interesting. Uh, Lee M says sweet, which isn't my jam, but so complex that I keep coming back for more. I don't recall you guys <laughs> saying sweet. I mean, besides a little bit of the citrus, but I think a little bit of the, the fruit flavor is sweet, but mostly you get the hop. Right aftertaste, the the head is sweet. Like if you just like scrape mm-hmm. off the head, it's kind of like um, you know, whatever cream you add to like a cold brew or something. But it's definitely, I wouldn't say sweet, mm. definitely juicy for sure. Chris S says, "I want to love it. It smells juicy and great, but it's very resiny and earthy." Give it a three and a half. I Imagine that. That's exactly so you guys mentioned grassy. <laughs> yep. Well, this smells very juicy, but it's now... Yeah, it smells better than it tastes. Mm -hmm. It's a looker, not a shower, or whatever. A grower, not a shower. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to stick with the score. I have already checked it in back in December-ish. Yep. And that, I gave a three and a half. I didn't write anything, because I figured we'd get to this eventually. Right. And I didn't want it to taint my opinions. Uh, But I... I really like the the smell a lot more than the flavor. As I was just saying, uh, it's just got like a real hoppy, grassy aftertaste. But the uh, upfront f- uh, fruity notes that you get are pretty good. It's just that 
that leftover feeling that you have is not super appealing. I enjoyed this beer when I poured the rest of it into the mug. Uh, and so I'm taking that into consideration. I gave this one a 375. And I also didn't write anything because that's not what I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will, however, say that it is pretty rough on the taste buds right away. Once you get used to that super poppy flavor, the 80 IBUs um, is a little daunting. But as soon as you get past it, the juice flavor is pretty good. Although, yeah, I agree. You know, the, the head is creamy. The juice flavor is really nice. The 30 pounds of cryo citra really comes through and kind of balances this out. Um, I don't know if I, you know, would agree completely if I just kept it in the can. It might just be like something I need to roll and shake and do whatever. Um, definitely, de- I'm not buying this one. Like if I go to a store and I see it, I'm like, ah, yeah, I know, I remember that one. But if I'm at People's and I'm filling out a flight and I need something, I'm probably going to use this as a filler because it's it's drinkable, but it's really harsh. Yeah. And that's honestly, what I, I, I was just going to agree with you that it probably would be better to have it on tap. And plus, this is back. I got it in December. So, you know, having it fresh on tap probably would improve it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, probably. Definitely not drinking more than one of these. No, it'll crush your taste buds. (laughs) Trying to drink anything afterwards. All right, go ahead, guys. What do you guys? Before we get started, oop, we got to hear it piss open. That wasn't very loud. That was pretty loud in my ear. Sounded loud to me. (laughs) We can save that clip. Well, I can't hear my own audio, so it might have been loud for you guys. So while he's pouring that, I'll mention what Keith and I are drinking. Mm -hmm. We have the Street Lamp Porter from. Falls City Beer, uh, street lamp, because Spider-Man swings and hangs from the street lamps. Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. He's always flying, swinging around the neighborhood. Uh, This comes in at 5.4% ABV, 30 IBUs, which is 30 days of night, and also the show 30 Rock. It's either either or. I'd put them both in there. Yeah, either or. This pre-prohibition style porter is brewed with six-row malt, molasses, and lager yeast. The name pays homage to America in the 1800s, a time when lamplighters lit street lamps surrounded by Victorian homes and neighborhood brew pubs were prominent in Louisville. Roasty nose, chocolate finish. I I threw that last little bit in there. Sorry, I meant to read that. (laughs) Not you, but it's okay. (laughs) Uh, The roasty nose and chocolate finish came from the website. That was their own little tidbit that they threw in there. A little disclaimer for this beer. It's not obviously Indiana. This is uh, a Louisville, Kentucky beer. Um, You would think that I picked this up on our stop in Louisville when we stopped for dinner, but that would be false. I actually picked this up (laughs) last Saturday in Decatur liquor stores of all places interesting so they have a whole selection of fall city louisville beer i mean it's independent so it's got the the label but i'm like cool i'll check this out not even thinking of spider-man but i'm like ooh, a porter because everything else is like a pilsner or ipa and blah 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 boring beer you are a fraud i don't know how we can go yeah. on <laughs> Kentucky beers. No, I know. We're drinking in and out this episode. We have our in beer oh, and that's out. That's true. I guess, I guess we're, we're going back. All right, might as well grab, might as well grab a strange brew. While we're <laughs> exactly. Right. We have plenty of those too. 
Let's take it back to four, four years ago. <laughs> I know, Jesus. It's been it's probably been that long. Uh, all right. The can, so, sorry, as I showed you part of it, uh, all the cans in their line, it has the Falls City Beer label. Uh, pretty simple, kind of like a 1950s looking beer sign. It looks like a can of oil. Yeah, an oil can, <laughs> if you mm-hmm. will. If you look down at the bottom, it does have a little street lamp there at the bottle, oh, bottom nice. of this oh, little nice. chevron looking sign, but it's That's the same on either side. A Green Lantern episode. Yeah. Yeah, this can screams like uh, old car company or something, like with those metal signs. Yeah. Those vintage signs that say like Chevrolet or. It's got like the um, Ford logo handwriting. Yeah, it does a little bit. Like the F looks like Ford a lot. I mean, if you've ever seen the Falls City logo on their, like their signature, I think it's just like regular lager. Uh, It's like a red can with. it looks like a Campbell's can. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and it has like a gold label as like a circle. And mm-hmm. then in the middle, it's just a red label thing that says premium quality beer, Fall City. So they've been doing it a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and I, I Googled this specifically so I could take a look at the other cans. And you made mention that there's a street lamp on there. Uh, not every single one of their cans has something like that, but there's some that do. So they have one that has a star on there uh, for their pale mm-hmm. ale. Their Lou City has the yep, saw that uh, one. Louisville City logo on there. Uh, so they're, I mean, I feel like they, uh, if they can, they'll make some kind of a connection and throw it on their yeah. cans. I wonder if it has anything to do with it being like a seasonal beer or a, like a year-round beer that... The year-round ones get a sticker, or the other ones don't. These, um, I saw, they were like six different varieties available at one time, and it mm-hmm. looked like it was just freshly stacked up. So I don't know if the shipment just came in. It wasn't too dusty when I grabbed it, um, as sometimes craft beer can be in liquor stores. Um, it looks like all of them do, except for their premium pilsner that has nothing. But their hipster repellent has like this. Skull oh, that's with how a, I know like them. A, I recognize yeah. that beer. Yeah, it has like a red beer, beard English style, has a star, streetlight porter, which you guys have, has the lamp, uh, Sunstreak has like a sun in it, uh, the Coach Coach double dry hop lager has a basketball, like a, uh-huh. you know, things like that. So they they do have, I feel like that's like their, their can design is just down to that one uh, little circle. But this one's cool, too. I wish I could show it to you without messing up our view. But it's their their Moon Fuel Coffee Stout. And it's an 8-bit uh, design for their coffee cup. That's pretty nifty. Sweet. That's really, that's really neat. Sorry to derail it, but I find these can designs pretty interesting, even though like the rest of the can is boring. Yeah. I like when there's uniformity between yeah. uh, like the different cans and the... From the same brewery. Yeah. It, from a production mm-hmm. standpoint, too, it's like minimal changes. We have our brand. We have our mm-hmm. identity. We just change a few things so we don't have to come up with a new logo every single time. It's not yeah. as fun or exciting, but from a business side, right. I can I can definitely see that. It's like change the color here, change the color there, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just have, you know, a stock Swap this little picture just... out with another little picture. Uh, Pale, what do you got for the color? It's looking pretty dark to me. I bet it's dark. Ooh, yeah. Let's see, um, and say venom. 
<laughs> yeah, let me look here. Yeah, I'm not really seeing any kind of brown or red, They're really. A little bit at the bottom, but it's hard to see. After a fresh mm-hmm. pour, it's very difficult to see. See a little bit of Venom's tongue down there? <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's do Venom. It just fits really well with the episode. I thought so. Mm-hmm. On the nose. It's 54. Definitely roasty. Roasty, a little bit of coffee. Really good. Malty. Mm-hmm. Yep, malty. It smells like a good porter. Mm. I'm jumping in. Just gonna try it. I'm gonna Dive in. It. Diving in. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. My first when I was I've been drinking this for a little while. Of course. You have. <laughs> <laughs> My first impression was wow, it's a lot more carbonated than I was expecting. Like uh it just it, you just feel that like carbonation kind of like fill your your mouth mm-hmm. and uh and it's interesting it's not as um like roasty as some of the porters yeah it's very bubbly it's it's bubbly. bubbly and it's lighter because it's a porter so it's definitely not a stout so that thickness isn't there that mouth feels very different stole that from me um, mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> We'll do a pale's pairing real quick. <laughs> Ooh, uh, <laughs> think of a think of a cheese. <laughs> think of a cheese. <laughs> think of a cheese. Gouda. I like oh, Gouda. I like Gouda. Yeah. <laughs> the go-to Gouda. All right. <laughs> think of a cheese. There's a million options. You guys do it for uh, me. Yeah, you do it for me. <laughs> I'll hear your thoughts. But then you said one. Yeah, that you did. <laughs> well, both of us, we just went blank. You guys are too yeah. slow. <laughs> I got so many cheeses in my head right Can't now. I couldn't pick one. F- filter it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Narrow it down to like one or two. Is it white or orange? <laughs> white. This or maybe white. blue. I will say, Ooh. also, this is my second one that I've had here. I had one beforehand that was fresh out of the fridge, and this one is definitely warmer, and a lot more of the flavors is coming out. Um, it's not as malty, but more of the roastiness is really apparent with it. But it's so light. It's so easy drinking, and I think, as Pale said, it's like 5.4%. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a decent porter. There's not much else besides it, the basic porter flavor, but I'm glad I grabbed a six-pack of this because I could easily just sit and drink all these. Have a couple more while we're sitting here. If you like, if you mixed like a porter and a lager, this would be really close to what you'd get. Like I a think. black and tan it's type a, thing? Yeah. Like, so. a bla- like a black and tan. That doesn't sound appealing at all, but let's see what <laughs> everyone else had to say about this one. Untapped says... Out of 1.7 thousand, uh, they give it a 3.63. Uh, it is 1793 total ratings. That was a pretty decently sized uh, beer check in range. I have zero friends check this one in. I got Mick Beer. He gave it a three out of five, but did not uh, write anything in there. I have one friend that drank this. I will throw that in there. My new friend that likes all my stuff recently, Mr. Stout Boss. No idea who you are. Stout Mr. Stout Boss. He had this at JKO's um, here in Fort Wayne and said, Roasty, bitter porter, nondescript. And he gave it a three. 
<laughs> I'm going to imagine that Stout Boss is Bob from now on. <laughs> since he's, that's the oh. first person I thought of in your area. Well, I'm looking at like this, his this friends. Is, this is nondescript. <laughs> and the, I don't like it. The guy's hand. <laughs> he's a... I mean, you can't tell anything from a dude's hand, but he is a white. He's a white gentleman. Yeah, I don't really like it, <laughs> so I give it a three. <laughs> I give it a four seventy-five. Four seventy-five. I don't really <laughs> like it, but it's. I'm gonna give it the pale rating of four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg S had this bad boy. I don't know where Hilltop is. Probably in Kentucky somewhere. Uh, nice and local coffee porter. Gave it a four. Scrolling through and I see a bunch of three and a halves. I uh, don't really see a whole lot of writing. Uh, Brent F. Here we go. Writing plus he's a subscriber. Uh, nice traditional porter. No additives or overpowering flavors. Good roasted flavors. 3.8. Derek B. says malty and bitter. I'd prefer more molasses. And gave it a 3.25. How are you guys feeling about the molasses? I don't think you've mentioned it at all yet. Um, I'm sure I've had porters that had molasses in it, but I had straight up molasses before, and it's awful. Um, so yeah. it's not really a, bitter. F- a flavor that sticks out, I wouldn't think. That guy can probably sense it, but I haven't had it in years. So, I mean, it blends mm-hmm. well if it's in there. I think it helps Yeah, we balance it out. All right, we had a molasses beer last week, and it was awful. I was going to mention that. Yeah, so I was just kind of curious to see like if it was like soothing for you, if it worked, or yeah. Honestly, anything. for me, it's hard. I'm not able to pinpoint like the molasses, mm-hmm. so it's very got to be very light in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, they must and, have used a little less. Yeah, and I I don't really drink many beers with molasses, so maybe I'm missing like the high content of it or whatever, but I don't, I don't feel like it would be highly molassy. It's not like the yeah. grapefruit. It's not something you could just pick out. Of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, even, it's not after, like <laughs> even after somebody told you it's there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brad P from Valparaiso had this and he gave it a three two five, and he said, that's a Porter. All right. Hmm. So I don't know if he liked it or not, because he gave it a 325, but he's like, yeah, you're right. It is a porter. porter. Thanks for playing. I guess I don't like porters. I mean, it's a basic run-of-the-mill porter. I mean, there's nothing too special about this. So I I can see where these guys are coming from. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, did you check yours in yet? I'm just finishing. Because unlike like like you guys, I'm typing up something. (laughs) (laughs) That, that's really fair. I'm scrolling through and I'm seeing just a bunch of like check-ins, no posts. So I think I'm done at this point. I was gonna but I did this stumble James across Mike. one. Yeah, there you go. Dude, I just scrolled on that one. So let's go. James Mike K. Uh, Mike is in parentheses. So maybe James and Mike share an account. I don't know. Uh, multi-nose lingering foam. So I think that was Pale's like bubbly mouth. Uh, he says, uh, he goes on to say, cleared... Dark brown color, malty bitter flavor, gritty chocolate finish with lingering dark chocolate bitterness and gave it a four. Lots of detailed words in there. Mm. Probably way more than Keith wrote. Definitely way more than I would have <laughs> More than I wrote. <laughs> the one letter is more than you've ever written. <laughs> You're right. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's say Stout Boss writes more. Um, 
All right, I can go ahead and give mine, Pale, if you're still working on it. Then you can just copy me. Um, Perfect. I get- <laughs> That's a great uh, idea. Keith. His fingers hang- hovering over the copy button. I just deleted my check-in because you already did it for me. Duplicate. Um, yep. a, I said, a nice roasty porter with hints of coffee and chocolate with the flavor coming to life as it warms. Nothing too special, but still a decent porter that's a bit bitter on the back end. I gave this one eight or three and a half. So a basic porter, um, nice little staple beer, but definitely if I ever go back, in fact, I'm going back to Decatur tomorrow, I might hit up that liquor store again. Uh, I don't know. I may grab another one of their beers, but I would not be opposed to grabbing another set of six of these because this is real easy drinking. Drink a couple of these a night and be a good night. You'll sleep like a baby. (laughs) And I said, very easy to drink and more carbonated than expected. Roasty notes are nice, but not too overpowering. And I gave it a three and a half as well. Hand holding club. Web slinging club. <laughs> Web slinging club. So yeah, Keith, if you pick up more, just let me know. and I could drink In- a couple invoice of these. Uh, I yep. mean, literally, <laughs> literally, if you find the moon fuel there, pick it up. Mutant? It's their coffee Ooh. step. Moon if that fuel. Was, uh, if I saw that one, I would have grabbed it. But this was the only dark one I could find. That's tr- that's fair. Probably just have like their IPAs for basic ones. Kolsch's, Bach beers. <laughs> I doubt that. No, probably not a Bach. They do have a Onward, which is a pretty cool can. It's a seasonal selection. It's a brown, hoppy brown ale. And there is a dude with his dog on it. And it's like they're camping. That's pretty neat. I like the hipster one with like, it was like a skull with flowers or something next mm-hmm. to it. The hazy hipster? Yeah. Or the hipster repellent. I don't know. I just know it was in a there, green yeah. can and it said hipster in big letters. Yep. That's hipster repellent. All right. Neat. Oh. While we are getting the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink and Geek Out. Get all sorts of cool, fancy updates and pictures. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff over on our website at drinkandgeekout.com. And you can email us any comments or suggestions at drinkandgeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content, and that is patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Let's talk about something else neat. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's just a pig. Spider pig. Look out. Here comes Spider Pig. <laughs> Look out. Here comes John Mulaney. <laughs> Watch him as he falls and then catches himself. All right. So, yeah, we get the, the culmination of the Spider Man with the child, Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> which marks what the ninth or sorry eighth film because andrew garfield never had his third. He didn't get his trilogy yeah poor guy didn't get his trilogy they keep talking about maybe finally doing that third one 
Like, yeah, this be, movie was popular and it was like renewed interest in him. That'd be really cool if it was like an after, like after the event. Yeah, of this I think kind of follow up. Be, that yeah. would be really that cool. Would be very smart on Sony's part. Yeah, it's really like because like without diving too much into the movie, it kind of felt like it was like a um, pulling Peter Parker out of his depression. And kind of gave him something to do, and maybe that just was the kickstart he needed. Yeah, like after MJ's death, or no, Gwen Stacy's death. I never saw that movie, that second Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, so I can't really input it because I didn't like the first Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't see either one of them, so I was clueless. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, jeez. I believe I saw both of them, but I did not. I was not impressed either. I, I really him. like Andrew Garfield, but I just I couldn't care about that movie. For well, some I reason. take it that back. The first one was pretty good. I wouldn't say it was amazing, but it was pretty good. I mean, it was amazing. Did you not read the title? <laughs> it said it right there. <laughs> it wasn't the pretty good Spider-Man. Uh, it, was right, it, was right, it was right there. and you. It was the pretty good Spider-Man. <laughs> the average Spider-Man. <laughs> De- definitely hyped up because... Of the promise for the Sinister Six. Yeah, they did set that up like from the beginning, and they were leading up to it and never got to pay off. Right. And I don't think they have yet to pay off. But like, even like the Amazing Spider Man with uh, Andrew Garfield, they literally had after credit scenes with the Sinister Six. Mm -hmm. Like, we're like, oh, we might get a vulture. We might get, you know, the rhino and, you know, all those things, and then they brought back the vulture for the Tom Holland yeah. verse. But you know, I'm still holding out hope that we're going to get a Sinister Six. We kind of did, yeah, like, in a way. <laughs> in mm-hmm. this movie, we got some right. kind of remnants of it with all the villains kind of teaming up. So I mean, it it's there. It's not fully that, but right. it might be as close as we're going to get. That's fair. Also, just want to say, if you strike Spider Man three. Out of the Toby movies, Toby Maguire movies, then we can say the Toby Maguire movies are like the best of all time. <laughs> like the whole Venom, like emo Spider Man, yeah, that just one was fuck real off. bad. <laughs> <laughs> but Spider Man Two is a, probably the best film ever made. It's all right, Spider Man. Oh, the Spider Man stuff. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's better than this one. It's probably the best Marvel movie of that like that decade that of era. that yeah the era. Definitely, yeah. I don't era. know. Blade was pretty good. Yeah, and so is yeah, Blade, Iron Man. Yeah. Well, Blade was not no of the, the of the originals. I don't he think said Iron of that Man decade. Counts. He said of that decade of, of that era of Marvel. Oh, oh, I, oh not yeah, decade era. Well, I was just calling him out for <laughs> making bold claims. <laughs> but yeah, of that era, yeah, probably. And we're what we're counting the Hulk in that too, like the Eric Bane yeah. and the Hulk, yeah. and maybe those mm-hmm. first yeah. three X Men's. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. man. Those first few X Men's kind of slap though. Yeah, that, that second X Men's really good too. Yeah, is it better than Spider Man mm. Two? Absolutely, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> I mean, it's toss up. I mean, I mean, last again, the third one, Last Stand, probably could have just. Yeah, they they weren't good at making trilogies back then because they always yeah. wanted to end it. So they would always yeah. like, oh, it's we're going to do up to three, and then we're going we got to wrap it up. And like today's Marvel, it's just like. We'll have fifteen in this franchise. Twenty. Who cares? <laughs> we'll just keep making them. Yeah, we'll, just, yeah, we'll keep doing. We'll keep doing the thing. We're not gonna 
drop the best X-Men story arc in the entire comic book series yeah. in the last of a series and then immediately kill her off. We're not going to do that. Right. God, Phoenix is so good. The Phoenix storyline is amazing. The Daredevil movie was like top three, right? What? With Ben Affleck? <laughs> ben Affleck one? I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I wish he was Matt Murdock. If if it had Ben Affleck as oh Matt Murdock gosh. in this movie, how cool would that, that have been? That would have been pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been awesome. And, and, yeah, but it would have to be later in the movie after yeah, the, would, after the yeah, Spider-Verse thing right. opened. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, seeing Charlie Cox in this movie was that really was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, and oh some acknowledgement of yeah. that whole thing, because like they would acknowledge like the Battle of New York and stuff on the sh- Netflix shows, but like there was never any crossover before, mm-hmm. right? And he caught yes. that brick. That was awesome. <laughs> and Spider Man just kind of looks at him like, "What the hell? What was that? Where's a really good lawyer?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, Peter was ready to catch it. I and know. Then... Yep, he got him. He was a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he didn't have to actually look because he's got like the sonar thing, yeah. so he could just like <laughs> yeah. he could see everything without seeing. He anything. could like feel he it coming from like fifty it. feet away. <laughs> yeah, a mile away. Mm-hmm. He heard it. Heard it. Leave the guy's hand. <laughs> yep. Mm. I assume it was a guy. I don't know if they ever showed who threw it. Yeah, I mean, it was. There were like several stories in the air. <laughs> Either you're throwing from the rooftop of the building next door or from the floor. You you need a really powerful person, regardless of gender. To throw <laughs> right. uh, another it was superhero. Stephen Strange, probably. <laughs> Stephen Strange. <laughs> Just trying to shut the whole thing down before it like, started. No, he's That's the true. one started it. If uh, if he, Peter he, Parker it, wasn't being hassled, he wouldn't want to. He wouldn't want to forget it at all. Yep. I literally was super upset that. Doctor Strange actually mm-hmm. caused all these problems. I figured he would. The, just, I, I there was a lot of. I know you were speculating that he was like a one of the secret was, warriors or whatever. Yeah, he wasn't him. Yes, yeah, it was one of like the not not particularly one of the like the secret invasion people, mm-hmm. but more like uh, Agatha Harkness. Maybe you know, like one of the witches, uh, and potentially could be like somewhat of a lead into the infinite you know, multiverse issues with the Doctor Strange and uh, Scarlet Witch have some kind of a connection with Agatha, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, some like, oh, this is another little pinpoint. Agatha's one causing trouble. Yeah. But no, it's just fucking Stephen Strange. He seemed like different. I don't know. It wasn't like Doctor Strange because we saw him in Infinity War and Endgame and he was like super serious the entire time. And then now he's just like piss yeah, off. Like, the other guys like in charge. Well, of that him. was like the. I know he was zapped. Yeah, well, snapped for five years, but still, it's like it's a completely different. Well, different. Yeah, I was gonna say it was probably a different, different universe, yeah. but it's not because that's the same Peter Parker. My first thought was like, if, if you remember the, um, the cartoon version of doctor strange how he yeah turned went you know crazy the mm-hmm. what ifs yeah the what ifs and we're still speculating what if doctor strange for the movie coming up so you know whatever oh but that, i feel like they're tied together there. closely oh yeah they do based on like, the latest teaser same thing i haven't seen that yet i haven't seen that yet yeah so it's clearly um i think that you know it's it has to seem like another 
it definitely seemed like another universe of a Doctor Strange, more of like a laxy, mm-hmm. daisical, well, like whatever, you know? I think the Avengers movies didn't really give him enough time to show him being his like cocky, I can You're do right. whatever. Because in the Doctor Strange movie, he does a lot, he, like he breaks the rules. He's like sneaking right. in and stealing books and like doing stuff he's not supposed to do all the time. And then we get the next thing we see him in is an Avengers where he has to be serious because he doesn't have time to dick around right. when the world's at stake mm-hmm. and now we get more of him just him seeing like yeah he he's kind of flawed and thinks he can do it all and mm-hmm. he makes mistakes yeah i mean other than breaking the fabric of time yeah. but you know whatever <laughs> he was gonna Definitely fix it feel- but peter parker kept getting he in kept the way being himself like, he's yeah. just gonna send everything back and like reset everything but peter parker kept changing the the game yeah, I don't know if Peter was asking for too much with yeah. the spell or if Doctor Strange just really has like more. I say, as a teacher, he was being an annoying child and he kept, oh, wait, one more thing we could do. I mean, like, shut up, yeah, yeah. shut yeah. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> let me work. Just let me teach. Then he's like, whoops, I it's wrong. Let me put it in this box and then I'll just hit this button and reset it. And then Peter takes the box away and then like just keeps making it harder for him to just reset it. Yep. I don't know. That was a little weird. <laughs> Even though this ranks up there as like one of the better Marvel movies, I still don't understand Parker's motives in most of this movie. Uh, he, yeah, you don't really get to see, but I think he just like he puts his friends like he does. He's ruining their lives, or he just, the weight like of them being in danger because of him, or like not being able to go to college mm-hmm. because of him, or just right. By being around him, they make his their lives worse. Right, and the, the end makes sense. Like, I yeah. get that. Yeah, for sure. But the just reset everything. Like, <laughs> just push the button. Yeah, right. But then I like that this Spider-Man is not just like, uh, I'm gonna kill because in every Spider-Man previous, the bad guys always die due to whatever Spider-Man unwillingness to kind of give them a shot he just fights them so i like peter parker like no we're gonna actually help him this time instead of just like beating them up Mm -hmm. that's fair yeah all right well let's do a little bit of information before we keep tunneling down with no structure (laughs) even though it's pretty pretty good no Mm -hmm. structure i like it um but we do have some um some synopsis to to start off the movie we see that uh quentin beck or the Mysterio frames Peter Parker for his murder and reveals Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man, which is the end scene, uh, after credit scene of the movie, when you see, like, uh, Jameson. Far From Home. Yeah, in the Mm -hmm. Far From Home where Jameson's like, oh, he's a little kid, (laughs) Spider-Man, piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's not trying to help us. He's actually the cause of our problems. Right. And I will say that it was it was great seeing things evolve mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, to different era. He's not just a you know a mag or a newspaper editor. He's now Alex podcaster. Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, claimed <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's you know podcaster, just like a TV spot wherever guy. He's got a green screen everywhere type of dude. You know, it's like he's media now. Yeah. <laughs> Versus like media twenty years ago, Just so it's nice to see black and white newspaper. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the front page. 
Yeah. He definitely, yeah, Alex Jonesy rushed Limbaugh. He <laughs> mm-hmm. wanted to punch him in his mouth. <laughs> Just shouting all the time. Right. Yeah. Uh, Parker, his girlfriend, MJ Watson, best friend, Ned Leeds, or the man in the chair. And <laughs> Aunt May are interrogated by, interrogated by the Department of Damage Control. Lawyer, Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox. Gets Parker's charges dropped, but the group grapples with negative publicity. After Parker, MJ, and Ned's MIT applications are rejected, Parker goes to the New York Sanctum to ask Stephen Strange for help. Strange casts a spell that would make everyone forget Parker is Spider-Man, but it is corrupted when Parker repeatedly requests alterations to let his loved ones retain their memories. Strange contains the spell to stop it, and Parker leaves. I must have missed where Parker's charges were dropped. I figured it out later in the movie, but I was like, why is he worried about going to college? Isn't he like under investigation for like murder yeah, and all this stuff was, from the last movie? <laughs> like it was oh. quick. It was just kind of like brushed over. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Murdoch was on the case, so it got dropped. Yeah. I think it was later. It was on like one of the news yeah. feeds on the bottom of a news channel. I was like, oh, that, okay. This makes yeah, more sense. Public <laughs> opinion was already swayed against him and that's, mm-hmm. yeah. He was canceled, so it's kind of cool. A Parker tries to convince an MIT administrator to reconsider MJ and Ned's application, but is attacked by Otto Octavius. Octavius rips Parker's nanotechnology from his iron spider suit, which bonds with his mechanical tentacles and allows Parker to disable them. As Norman Osborn arrives and attacks, Strange teleports Parker back to the sanctum and uh, locks Octavius in a cell next to Kurt Connors. Strange explains that before he was able to contain the corrupted spell, it summoned people from other universes who know Spider-Man's identity. He orders Parker and MJ and Ned to find and capture them. They are able to locate and retrieve Max Dillon and Flint Marco. Uh, who, what, uh, I don't know these people's names. Who's Kurt Connors? Sandman? Is it a- uh, no, that was Kurt Connors is the Lizard Man. It's, it's oh Ray's. yes, yes, that he was captured. Next. Oh, from Amazing Spider-Man. It's yeah, Ray Fiennes. Hmm. That's not the actor. Ray Fiennes is Voldemort. No, Voldemort Ra- Ralph is Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Fiennes, yeah, same person. No, it's not. I don't think. <laughs> oh my god, Doc, <laughs> Lizard Time Man, out, yeah, Curtis Connors, who played in Amazing Spider-Man. So I wrote Doc Lizard Man, Amazing Spider. So <laughs> I don't know you, what his character is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Doc. Yeah, it's Lizard. It's Curtis Connors. It's Ray Fiennes. I, it's yeah, he was I don't know the who that guy is. He was the Russian in the uh, prequel Kingsman, too. Jeez. Was he not Voldemort? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. Is that what you're telling Yeah. Who played Voldemort? But he's not. Who did? Who oh, is it's the Harry Potter guy? Yeah, Ray, it's Ralph. His name was... Uh, Ralph Fi- Fiennes. Lord Volder, didn't you say (laughs) Ray finds this this guy? Oh my gosh! No, there's two different people. Why they have the same name? They don't though. (laughs) 
All right, I'm trying to spell. It's Ralph. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. All right. Ralph versus Ray. They're the same name. They're the same person. His name is Reese. Reese is a different name than Ray. Reese Ifans. Okay, Reese Ifans is the lizard. Ray Fiennes is Voldemort, like I've been trying to say. No, his name's Ralph, not Ray. It's It's not Ray, it's Ralph. Ray is a synonym for Ralph. It's just a shorted version. (laughs) I did not know that. I'm trying to get Wikipedia to tell me how to pronounce his name. It's Welsh, right? So it's a different pronunciation. It's R-I-S. It's Riss. It's like Rayshaw Gould. Rayshaw Gould. (laughs) Rice. Gosh, Wikipedia, tell me how to pronounce (laughs) pronounce this for me. (laughs) Just tell me. I can tell you the difference between them by looking at their faces. This R-H-Y-S guy has a nose. (laughs) That is true. Uh, he also was, uh, he was actually in Harry Potter too. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's the same character. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's Luna's father, uh, Xenophilius Lovegood. The guy who was telling the Deathly Hollow story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, he had the long, long blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, told you. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't he know also the same guy. He also had the long blonde <laughs> hair and amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm glad we sorted that out. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah, no. It's, it's not the same guy, though. I'm going to find this I told Welsh you they weren't the same guy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to find the, the Welsh, Welsh pronunciation for this. We'll, we'll get there eventually. All right. Going back to Spider-Man here, I'm going to make comment on what we said beforehand. Thank if you. Dustin wants to cut all that crap out. Um <laughs> Where um, he tasked the three of them to go collect the bad guys. Mm -hmm. To me, it had some serious Nickelodeon Disney Channel kid vibes where the three of them were teaming up and having this plan of going out and just their banter back and forth. It turned into a kid's movie a little bit. Well, that's why he called them the Scooby Gang. Too much right there. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just kind of Disney doing their thing here. (laughs) Right. Yeah. but I don't know. It it, it was kind of funny still, but because he they based upon the end of the movie, they wanted to have this build up and see more of the friendship, I guess, between yeah. the three of them and the trust and everything else. So maybe he was just trying to keep them busy. Yeah, <laughs> out of his way. It's like you go exactly. deal with this. <laughs> exactly. All right, moving on. Osborne reclaims control of himself from his split Green Goblin personality. He goes on a feast, F-E-A-S-T, building where May confront, comforts him before Parker retrieves him. While discussing their battles with Spider-Man, Osborne, Octavius, and Dylan try or realize that they were pulled from their universes just before their deaths. Strange prepares to reverse the contained spell and send the villains back to their respective universes, but Parker argues that they should first cure the villains' powers and insanity to prevent their deaths upon their return. Parker steals the spell, traps Strange in the mirror dimension, and with May, takes the villains to Happy Hogan's apartment. He cures Octavius, but Osborne's goblin persona takes control and convinces the uncured villains to betray Parker. 
As Dylan, Marco, and Connors escape, the goblin fatally injures May. Dun, dun, dun. Before she dies, May tells Parker that with great power, there must also come great responsibility. Finally, someone says it. Right. All right, so now that we're at the part where they pretty much have all escaped again, I think it's, it's worth pointing out that each individual like capture scene, if you will, was really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked all those mm-hmm. like interactions yeah. with the former villains. Yeah, especially with Octavius like trying to like defeat the Spider-Man and like, not realizing it's not the same Spider-Man. Yeah, until he pulls his mask off, he's like, "Wait, who are you?" Right, I'm and Spider-Man. Then, yeah, was who's the Electro? What's his name? Uh, it's either Mile or Max Dillon or Flint Marco. I assume Flint Marco because. Flint creating thought, a spark, or maybe it's Max. Thought, <laughs> it's Max. Yeah, I think it's Max. Because I remember him calling yeah, it Max at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah, Max Dillon. I think Flint Marco was the uh, Sandman. Sandman. Mr. Sandman, <laughs> bring yep, me Sandman. some sand. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that one was kind of boring, like capturing him. But I thought like the the Mar- the the Max was pretty fun. You were just pulling all the. Tr- power lanes down he's like I'll, I'll come back once i put some of these back or i'm gonna get blamed for this or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah well, i they like kept that talking about how the energy was like so powerful and much different in this way. this universe or yeah. something mm-hmm. energy stronger here or something i wonder why it like uh maybe just i don't know like because the amount of, the... of electricity needed for technology I was gonna say because of the other Avenger, like in the, his world, like none of the other Marvel stuff exists. So there's no mm-hmm. Wakanda, there's no like Avengers Tower. So there's like all the the Shield people, all the uh, technology they're messing with, like Infinity yeah. Stones. And all yeah, that. his his universe didn't have any of that. That makes sense. Didn't have the the Stark technology. The, yeah, the Stark. What reactor box, or whatever it's called? Yeah, the Arc Stark reactor. <laughs> I like the scene where they're all in Happy's apartment and like he's building the cure, and Osborne's like, "Oh, great job, kid! If you want a job, come talk to me in my universe or whatever." Yeah, and he's like the nice Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. who is the greatest Green Goblin. Ugh. Oh, he's perfect. Oh, my God. I was so happy to see him again. <laughs> There's no other one that could play that character. So good. I had so many emotions Ugh. after what happened to Aunt May. Oh, yeah. That it was, was like, I kind of, I'm like laughing because of the whole, like the house scene with all the bad guys mm-hmm. together. And then like. A minute later. she's A there. minute later, I'm like bawling my eyes out. I'm like, what is going on right now? Be <laughs> like. Hot Aunt May, you're dead. And I like how they had, like, Happy was on the outside, like, nodding at him to, like, run away while he gets arrested. Mm -hmm. I like the relationship. Mm -hmm. He's like a uncle figure. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we'll we'll move on to the next paragraph. Ned discovers that he can create portals using Strain's sling ring, which he and MJ use to try to locate Parker. They instead find alternate versions of Parker from the villains' universes who were also summoned by Strange's spell and who are nicknamed Peter 2 and Peter 3. The group finds this universe's Parker, nicknamed Peter 1, who is ready to give up and send the villains home to die. 
The alternate Parkers share stories of losing loved ones and encourage Peter One to fight in May's honor. And the three Parkers develop cures for the villains. I like the reveal of uh, Andrew Garfield, Peter yes. Parker in the apartment. And the grandma's like, clean this mess up. <laughs> there, there's, there's a cobweb get in the, the corner. Cobwebs, yeah. Can you get that? <sighs> it's like jumping up with this. Yeah. Bloop. Is this so good when enough? He walked no. through, when he Sorry. walked through that portal like the whole theater was like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It was just like immediate reaction was just to like celebrate. Yeah. Another Cause Spider-Man. I didn't, I didn't know. Like they kept it a big secret. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield just kept denying it. I'm not in this movie. I'm yeah, not he did. in the movie. He did it for like three or four months. And, and then there he was. It's like, I, I knew it, but apparently you liar. <laughs> apparently they didn't tell him what movie he was in. So he wasn't lying. Like he didn't know if he was going to be in the Spider-Man or Avenger. Like he he just filmed a few scenes, but he didn't know what movie oh. it was for. Like he just thought it was a Marvel movie. Like yeah. on the next on schedule. Yeah. Interesting. Nah, he knew. <laughs> I'm sure he probably must have figured it out, but it didn't yeah. specifically say this is the movie I'm in. So he's like, I'm not lying. I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a, a Spider-Man suit. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy that, like, in the school when they're, like, working on the cures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, doing, like... That was cool. Chemistry. <laughs> and Ned's like, hey, and... Peter. And they... Yeah. Uh, who? Yeah? yeah. <laughs> and then they all point at each other, like, that one meme. Like, yes. Are you talking to this yeah. p- him? P- uh, yeah. He's like, no, Peter Parker. Yeah, that's all of us. Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just that one. No, oh, the best part of the movie when they're in the lab and uh, Andrew Garfield looks over at Tobey Maguire. He's like, are you going to go off battle looking like a youth pastor? <laughs> that was a yes. funny line. And, and then like he's like, it oh, it's, under, like, the, it's right here. under the shirt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? That was, I was very dying. Funny. That was pretty funny. I liked all the banter, especially between those two. Yeah. Other Spider-Man where they're like mm-hmm. cracking each other's backs and stuff. So, oh, yeah. I got <laughs> a little back thing too. <laughs> but that's a little Because they weren't later, stressing but... out like Tom yeah. Holland was. That's not their universe. <laughs> no. I mean, their aunts and uncles already died. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. They have like matured and learned these lessons already. They're seasoned Spider-Man. <laughs> all right. The group lure Dylan, Marco, and Connors. To the Statue of Liberty. Peter 1 and Peter 2 cure Connors and Marco while Octavius arrives to help cure Dylan. Ned frees Strange from the mirror dimension with a portal. And then the goblin appears. Yeah, accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> goblin appears and unleashes the contained spell, which begins pulling more people in from other universes. Strange attempts to hold them off. While an enraged Peter One tries to kill the goblin. He should have. That would have been hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight this entire movie to save, save all these the... people and then end up murdering <laughs> at the very last yes. minute. Yeah. Peter Two stops him and then Peter Three helps Peter One inject the goblin with a cure uh, to restore Osborne's sanity. Peter One realizes that the only way to protect the multiverse is to raise himself. It doesn't tell you that he got stabbed. Oh, mm. the other Parker, uh, Toby yeah, Peter Maguire. Th- yeah, Toby yeah. Maguire got stabbed. Mm. 
but I guess it joke. was very nervous at first that he's just like fine afterwards. <laughs> just like, yeah. oh yeah, I'll be fine. I, I get stabbed all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe the spider heals quickly. Yeah, know. I've been stabbed before. I think he says. Yeah, Peter One realizes that the only way to protect the multiverse is to erase himself from everyone's memory and request that Strange do so. Which that's what he was trying to do in the first <laughs> right. place. But I guess we wouldn't have had this movie if he, well, you know, just th- that's why the the culmination is like we have to do the spell as it was intended in order to correct the what we started yeah. mm-hmm. i like how in the sky is like cracking open and you can see the different universe characters i'm sure there's a bunch of easter eggs up there but i didn't pause and look but right. you got like people with staffs and different characters like out like silhouettes so it's mm-hmm. like oh i know that guy but i didn't actually look so i'm just kind of hoping that somebody else would have done that <laughs> so i, I didn't think about it until just now mm. yeah there's like celestials up there and we didn't even realize yeah it. <laughs> the eternals are coming yeah yeah and then he uh promised mj and ned that he would go find them after this and reveal again but he doesn't do 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 the yeah, spell he changes his mind last minute yeah the spell is cast and everyone returns to their respective universes including eddie brock who unwilling unknowingly leaves behind a piece of the venom symbiote yeah, that was interesting yeah it was funny because he because at the end of Venom you see him just like laying down and all of a sudden something happens and then he's in somebody else's hotel room but he didn't move. Oh, that's okay. I didn't see Venom two yet. Oh, so it's just, okay. It does tie in because it, yep. it just cu- cuts to him like sitting at the bar like. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of confused at first. Yeah, I was confused too. I haven't seen the second Venom. It's not that good. <laughs> uh, two two weeks later, Parker visits MJ and Ned to reintroduce and reintroduce himself, but then he decides against it. While mourning at May's grave, he has a conversation with Hogan and is inspired to carry on, making a new suit and resuming his vigilanteism. I thought this movie or the ending was interesting because initially part of the Marvel Sony deal was three solo Spider Man movies. And then we take Spider-Man back. So that's kind of what how this movie ends. Nobody in the MCU knows who Spider-Man is now. So he, they could easily just cut it off and say no more Spider-Man. Because once it comes to a next Avengers movie, people aren't going to be asking where is Spider-Man because they don't even know who he is. That's They've true. never met him. Right. Which begs the question, mm-hmm. does Doctor Strange remember Spider-Man? He said he wouldn't. Yeah, but he also said he wouldn't remember the party that he erased before, but he still talked about it. Yeah. Mm. I, I, he Obviously, Spider-Man's coming back. Right. They're not going to end it now. It's, this was one of the biggest movies ever, so I think it's in the top five. It just passed the original Avengers or something. So, obviously, they're going to want to do more of, with these movies. Uh, in this timeline. So I'm sure we'll see him again. And I think Feige said, don't worry, he'll be back. Do they bring in uh, miles Morales and just give him his own trilogy or something? I know Tom Holland is pushing for a new Spider-Man. I could see that. I know they're, they, he's got his cartoon and I don't think that's necessarily. Yeah, Sony, connected, but... Sony's going to keep going that route for it, mm-hmm. but it would be great if they 
went the Andrew Garfield route and give him a third movie. That would be based really upon cool. this. That, that would, would be pretty be cool. cool. And give Toby Maguire another movie too. I was gonna not? say, yeah, Toby. Let now him that redeem it. Goblin's alive. I mean, that's gonna completely rewrite his universe. Yeah. So, because the one thing that kind of bothered me is that Toby and Goblin, they made Goblin like the main bad guy, which is great, which he should be. He should be. <laughs> but Toby and him had like no interaction whatsoever. Yeah, and not they're the ones that knew each other. Saved his life. Yeah, that's so true. And he just ends up stabbing him at the end and just not yeah. like, you know. But but yeah, Osborne. I like that look at, in his eyes after he stabs him like, oh, shit, you're you're the, my Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? But yeah, I don't, the, the, they haven't really said anything about doing any more of those Spider-Man movies. But I think they could do both and that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Have it be like... um Frank Miller Dark Knight series where Ooh, it's like the yeah. old Batman, he's the but he's the old Spider-Man. Ooh. I like that. That'd be good. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I think one thing about this movie that kind of um was a little off putting, uh Pale mentioned this earlier when he said that it was kind of, or no, sorry, Keith said it, when it's kind of like campy uh child's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the end movie, the end scene with them trying to cure the certain villains, it was very movie trope-esque too, almost like a, like a Disney movie trope where you make a plan and then it doesn't happen very well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, whatever you plan, do you think about doing something else? Because whatever, (laughs) like everything will go wrong. Like I imagine like that, I knew that that was going to (laughs) happen. It wouldn't be very interesting if it just everything went according to plan and then the movie was over. Right. But so overall, I liked it. I liked this trilogy more. Like, I think it has the more ups than downs. Hopefully yeah. we get to see more Tom Holland. It was good for a, a nostalgia factor. Definitely bringing oh, yeah. Toby and everyone back. I mean, our generation, if well, as I had to argue with my students, that's my Spider-Man. That's Toby. Right. Um. So... You know, it was kind of neat to give them another chance to come back and just to bring the Sony and Disney. It's it's a good scene of this bickering franchise who owns what. Like, if we could do this with The Incredible Hulk, we could do this with whoever yeah. else has the, the owning rights of whatever, and we just create this multiverse, um, which I know is the big end game to bring in X-Men um, into the whole thing. So yeah, there are rumors about which character is appearing in which movie coming up. Yep. Well, that's already confirmed. He said he was in it, but <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, but there's I'm excited more, to see that. I'm, like, yeah, there's more than that. Wolverine's yeah. name has been bantied about <laughs> and coming up in things. So I hope, I mean, Nicholas Cage has been rumored to be in every single movie ever made. So. <laughs> He's in He's most of Ghost them. Rider. So. He needs to come back. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> He was a, a stand-in for Spider-Man 2. He was also uh, almost Superman one time. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm. They even made the costume for him. <laughs> then the movie was, never came. I did see those pictures. Those was rather funny. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think that'll do it for this week. We passed the hour mark. Yep. So we're, we've fulfilled our time card. <laughs> yeah, we did. We're, it's time we're, to punch we're, out. We're checking out. Uh, I think final final notes real quick. I think his move to not tell Ned and MJ oh, yeah. was real yep. smart. I think that's good. Then we can get the Gwen Stacy storyline, and then maybe I'm sure he'll get back to Mary Jane eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. 
So on that note, I also am checking out. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Drink, drink up. Drink up. Drink up, up and geek, geek, geek out. Geek out. And web sling out. What? And pew, 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 pew. pew.